Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. According to the 2021 census, there are over 174,000 people of Filipino descent living here in British Columbia. It is a fast-growing community, uh, and the community itself recently got together, three community organizations, uh, and signed a letter uh, addressed to provincial uh, leaders, including our premier, to take the next step in getting a Filipino cultural center built here in Vancouver. Join me now to talk a little about a little bit about the growing need to build a cultural center here in our, here in our city is R.J. Aquino. He is a director of the Tulayan Filipino Diaspora Society. Mr. Aquino, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Why is it so important to have a community center built in Vancouver for the Filipino community? Oh, gosh. it's uh, It's been such a, a, it's a long-time dream of the community to have a gathering space for, um, well, really to you know, celebrate and share our culture, to... Uh, it, 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 we haven't had a, a space that we can call our own, um, that uh, we can uh, host events um, and, and really do other things. And um, because of the pandemic, um, we had gathered together and started to think about kind of the needs of the community. And, and uh, we, we, we've come to realize that uh, we need to start to uh, really think about and, and organize around um, getting a community center or a cultural center of ours for ourselves. Now, I'm assuming with these three organizations, you're all working in different um, locations. Uh, what are the needs of the community? I'm curious. Is it more about uh, you know integrating immigrants? Is it about access to services, providing services in regards to you know what government's uh, services you you can access and how to access? Is it language issues or is it all little sort of little of everything I've just said? And yeah, I would say it's a little bit of everything, but what we want to focus on um, with this cultural center is to, I guess, really have a space to, like I said, um, celebrate and, and share our culture, like have a way to express ourselves, um, share our stories, not just with each other, but with um, you know the, the broader society as a whole. Um, and we also feel like the center is, is as, as a way of expressing ourselves and sharing our stories can also include components um, to address other needs like affordable housing, affordable child care, seniors, uh, a senior center for providing senior services. And I guess as, as things mature and progress, like we're, we're thinking of innovative ways to, to make use of the space, like um, you know, creating sustainability programs or inviting other communities to to work and, and foster uh, reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, would the community be asked to uh, raise money as well? I mean, fundraising is certainly a component in, in efforts like this. Uh, but what we're asking the government here is is to provide that tangible support, financial support, uh, especially in, when it comes to the acquisition of land, to building the actual space, 
Um, and the community is ready, is, is, is ready to partner with, with the government to make that happen. Where would you like to see this community centre built? Does it have to be in Vancouver itself or can it be in the suburbs? Well, we're hoping Vancouver because, well, that's where the majority of you know Filipinos are. We see that there's uh, not just a huge population, but a lot of uh, a lot of Filipinos you know live and work in in Vancouver. Um, it's an ideal location, uh, and, and when it comes to just accessibility and and sort of the central uh, aspect of it, and uh, we would invite obviously and coordinate with Filipino communities across the province and and make sure that. Um, we're working together to to represent um, Filipinos across the province. And no community is a monolith. You know, there's sometimes an assumption that ethnic groups or those of, of any nationality uh, all agree on everything all the time, which they don't. Uh, have you been able to build that consensus for something as simple as a, as a community centre? I know there's always going to be disagreements, I'm sure, in the Filipino community, as there are various other communities. It's just a part of who we are as, as Canadians. No one agrees on everything all the time. But uh, I'm going to guess that you're, the, the, the fact that you have three community organizations coming forward and say, look, we want to work together with the government to set up a community center, that there at least broad consensus of getting this thing done. Uh, there definitely is a broad consensus. And I, and I would say it's that diversity of opinion that adds to the strength of uh, this consensus. And I, you're right. There's, there's many different opinions and perspectives, but uh, for the fact that the Filipino community has come together or is starting to come together, I would say, I mean, there's three signatories on that letter, uh, and we're continuing to build support, and we're still doing a lot of work to to talk to uh, individuals and other organizations across the province. And uh, I'm sure that there's some of your listeners are hearing this for the first time, and we want to make sure to reach out and engage them. And this really has turned into a way for our community to to speak up, to engage, and to really become empowered in terms of, well, what do we what do we want? What do we want for ourselves? How can we engage the powers that be? How can we speak up for ourselves? How can we use our voice and be heard to make a dream, a vision like this that the community has had for a long time to turn into a reality? Any sense of the costs yet? Broadcasts? It's it's an it's in it's early stages, but we know we need to 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 work closely with the government and and really the whole community to you know make it happen. Any any idea how the size of, of a community center like that? I mean, it's a fast-growing community, 174,000. And I tell you, every every time we have a census in this, in this country, uh, the Filipino community is, uh, you know, one of the fastest growing. And so uh, sometimes, you know, you can talk about building a community center. By the time you actually get it done, you actually need a second one. So I'm just curious, any idea of how big, you, how, how large the size you'd want of a community center? I mean, certainly we're going to ask for um, and, and well, we want to be ambitious in our ask and be able to accommodate kind of the this, this scope of um, what we've outlined in that letter. And, and again, it's like there's the, the, the cultural and intercultural spaces to, to accommodate that kind of programming. There's, um, I mean, Filipinos love to eat, love to share food. And, you know, we're thinking of, you know, how can we do that? How can we create a space to foster that? We love our sports. How can we have recreational and sports spaces uh, in the center and, and on top of, again, like expanding the scope for an innovation center, for affordable housing, for uh, affordable child care and so on. And I'm going to assume some language classes along the way for uh, first generation okay, Filipino Canadians who were born here, raised here, uh, but also want to stay close to their language. So I think language is probably a very important one as well. It definitely is. And it speaks to kind of 
the so the broader campaign that we have is is yes we're advocating for a, a cultural center like this but we we've advocated for the inclusion of Tagalog in uh, in the pub, in public school systems, and that was that's currently being piloted. Um, Tagalog is being piloted by the Vancouver School Board, so it it's we're, we're seeing progress, but we can't sort of sit back and and kind of and and let things progress by themselves. We need to continue to be active, be engaged, and again, it's an exercise in empowering the community to speak up and ask for the things that it needs. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Aquino, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Jess.